Have you ever felt super awkward in social situations with celiac disease or someone brings up your diagnosis or your gluten-free diet and you just don't know how to answer them? Don't worry. I've been there too. And today I'm going to talk to you about owning your celiac disease, just owning it. A lot of the times we get into these really awkward conversations and situations and we can't help that we have celiac disease. That's what we'll be talking about on today's episode of a gluten-free podcast. Hey, welcome to a gluten-free podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to a gluten-free podcast. This is a weekly show where I talk to people about some really helpful and inspiring things that they're doing in the gluten-free community, and I also share my own story of having celiac disease and being gluten-free. Before we get into today's episode, I would, as always, like to acknowledge the land on which I'm currently recording this episode on right now, and where my family and I have the absolute privilege to live on. This is, was, and always will be Gundungara country. And the Gundungara people are the true custodians of this land. I would like to pay my respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Also, I am not a health professional in any way. So anytime you hear anything on this podcast related to health or diet, spoken by myself today, or my guests in general, please always remember to seek out your own personal medical advice when it comes to doing anything to your own health or your diet, because what works for me and my guests on this show may not work for you at all. So please always remember to do that. Okay, let's get into the episode today. So today's episode is about owning your celiac disease. And what do I mean by that? You might be listening to that thinking, what the hell is he talking about? Own your celiac disease. Well, it's, it's not something to own. It's not a product. <laughs> well, let me explain. So think about when you've been in an awkward situation. And let's be honest, everyone with celiac disease or who is on a strict gluten-free diet for other reasons has been in those awkward social situations. You've been offered something to eat that someone's made you or you've been uh, invited to a party or a social event and you've turned it down or you've come late or you've gone early because you've had to check the menus and you've had to check that you're going to be safe when you eat. We've all been in those situations. And I want to tell you something today that may just blow everything that you've ever thought about that out of the water. If you think that these social situations that we find ourselves in are awkward, they are. Should you feel guilty about them? Hell no. But will it get easier each time you're in these social situations or each time you're feeling really awkward about having to talk about it? Absolutely. You're going to get better every single time. And look, I am only two years into my diagnosis, just over two years, and I have learned so much in that time. I've been in many, many social situations where I've had to speak up. I've I've had to voice my opinion on things. I've had to ask many questions. I've had to deny certain social situations or come a bit later or do a lot of planning in advance. And those are just things that come with celiac disease, unfortunately. But should we feel guilty about all of that? No way. 
No way. We can't help having celiac disease. It's not like we woke up one day and we said, hmm, my life's a little bit boring at the moment. You know what? Let's shake things up a little bit and get diagnosed with a chronic autoimmune disease. That sounds like a fantastic idea. No, no one ever says that. That never happens. We don't choose this disease. Unfortunately, due to factors we still don't fully understand, science still is trying to figure out what's going on, this disease chooses us in genetically predisposed people. And along those same lines, again, it's not our fault. Because of having one or two of these genes which activate the disease, some sort of emotional trauma or a virus or a huge array of possible environmental and physiological factors, as well as perhaps a few lifestyle changes that we have made in our own lives, this autoimmune disease, which has been sitting there dormant, is activated inside of us without any consent at all. It sucks. And yes, it takes time for us to get used to it and adjust, but that does not mean we should be apologetic or feel like it's an inconvenience to others. As an awesome Instagram person that I follow and I've been following for quite a while now, he lives in the UK and he goes by gluten-free Jez. And he has this saying, we're not fussy, we're celiac. And that sums it up perfectly, short and sweet and to the point. We didn't choose it, it chose us. And look, if you are really newly diagnosed, you'll get used to speaking up for yourself. Don't worry about that. You're going to be in so many situations in the future where you're going to have to be. You're going to, you're going to have to speak up for yourself. Uh, and I'm sorry to tell you that, but there is literally no way around it. Uh, unless you have people following you, you know, bodyguards who advocate for you the entire time. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to speak up for yourself and you're going to have to talk about it. You're going to have to talk about this disease that you live with. You're going to have to talk about being on a strict gluten-free diet for life. And unfortunately, you're going to make mistakes by not asking enough questions or just making a silly mistake or not double-checking that your food is gluten-free or double-checking one of those protocols or it is just in the server's fault. And you asked all the right questions, but at the end of the day, you got glutened and it was just a bad luck of the draw. It was just bad luck at the end of the day. And that is, unfortunately, I'm sorry to tell you this, absolutely going to happen. We all try to live 100% gluten-free, but mistakes do happen from time to time. And I think to think that you're going to live in a bubble and have this shell around you your entire life and not be exposed to gluten is a it's not realistic and i think that, that is being pretty silly to think that to be honest i really thought that i would be able to be 100% gluten free without being glutened whatsoever for years and years and years it's already happened like three or four times uh, it was early on as well. A couple of the times were early on, but a couple of the times later on were I asked all the questions. I did all the things. I followed all the protocols. I actually did an episode about this. It was a trust issues episode, and I will put that link in the show notes, but it happens. We get glutened, and it's really unfortunate, but it's just what happens. But we need to speak up, and we need to be upfront, and we need to ask twice and double check things, and that is just how we have to live to stay healthy. Now, look, someone else who sees that from an external point of view, from an outside point of view, 
they may think that that's fussy or over the top. Well, you know what? They aren't living our life. And for them to form a judgment based on our necessity to be so strictly gluten-free and to ask heaps of questions and to be socially isolated a lot of the time and have to plan and put in so much effort into things for us to just simply stay healthy and to not cause this autoimmune reaction so that we can't live properly, that's a really, really horrible thing for them to do on their part. And they really need to be educated about what celiac disease is and what the gluten-free diet actually requires. And look, yeah, it'd be nice to leave the house without making any plans, to be able to hop in the car and grab a meal on the way to wherever you're going, or just go on a trip somewhere and not have to worry about, hmm, where am I going to eat the next meal? Or, you know, how many snacks am I going to have? Is that going to tie me over until I get to the next restaurant where I have to ask a million questions to then try and not get sick from cross-contamination or, or eating out? It's a big deal. It, it, is, it is a massive, massive life-changing thing, but it's possible. It's absolutely possible. And like anything, just takes time, just takes effort, and just takes a whole bunch of resilience and also practice. And uh, I'm still working on it. Don't get me wrong. I am no expert in this. There are people who have been living with this disease for decades and they teach me things all the time on the podcast and that I speak to on Instagram. There's a whole bunch of people out there in the gluten-free community who are willing to help because we're all in this together. You know, like Ben Lee says, we are all in this together. (laughs) Great Australian artist. You should look him up if you don't know him. Um, But look, Yes, of course, it would be fantastic if we could eat gluten. And I think that's something to get across to people as well, that they think we're purists or we're on this diet for lifestyle choices. No, we're not. We are not whatsoever. For those of us who have celiac disease or who are on a strict gluten-free diet for other medical reasons, it's the diet we require for our health. It is the only known prescription for our health that we have so that we don't get sick. And of course, yes, there are other things. You have to have good nutrition. You have to exercise regularly. You have to be sleeping. That forms the basis of all mental and physical health. But in those things combined, yes, we need to have a 100% gluten-free diet for our medical needs. And I think that's a really important thing to keep on banging on, to keep on banging on that door of... This is medically required. It is not a lifestyle choice. If I stray from this gluten-free diet, I will be so sick. And you don't want to see that sickness. (laughs) I can assure you, it ain't pretty. It is not pretty. It's hard for me to talk about this because I get really fired up about it. And I'm sure you can hear that in my voice. And I, by the way, I never swear on this podcast. I try not to swear as much as possible, because I know that parents listen to this podcast with their kids. So if that wasn't the case, and I just had an adult listenership, I would probably be swearing my head off (laughs) right now with this episode, because it gets me super angry when people don't understand our disease and the way we have to live out of necessity for our health, for no other reason, but just to stay healthy. It's not a choice. It's not a lifestyle choice. It is necessity for us. So look, lastly, if you are 
still hesitating on whether to bring up your disease with others or to if if someone asks you a question and you're sort of going around the subject and you're like hey, yeah I'm gluten free but I don't really want to talk about it let me just paint a picture of why that is bad for several reasons. Firstly, it's going to be bad for you because your future interactions with that person, they won't fully understand why you're on a gluten-free diet if they don't understand celiac disease and they don't understand why someone is strictly gluten-free for other medical reasons. They are going to keep on putting you in awkward situations and that's not their fault because you haven't been upfront with them and you haven't told them why you need to be on a strict gluten-free diet and why you require this for your health. So it's really not their fault, but you're going to be resentful towards them because they don't understand it and they don't understand why you're, you're feeling awkward about it or you're getting uptight or you're getting really anxious or down about it. That's not their fault whatsoever. And I think that, you know, look, one in 70 people are estimated to have this disease in Australia and 80% of them are going undiagnosed. This is an awareness problem. This is... It not being a discussion in the mainstream. And why is it not a discussion in the mainstream? Because it is awkward. It is so awkward. And we feel fussy and and uh, we get put into so many socially awkward situations. I've said awkward so many times in this podcast, but there's really no other way to describe it. It's socially isolating and to have to speak up when you're not used to speaking up about things. I am one of those people. I am definitely more of an introvert than an extrovert. Certain people bring out extrovert qualities in me and I love to be around those people. But a lot of the time I'm an introvert and I'm okay with that. I like my own time and I don't really like to speak up about a lot of things that I especially don't feel comfortable about, a lot of personal stuff. But it makes you have to be that sort of person. And have to be a pushy person and to speak up about what you're going through because we have to. Otherwise, we will get sick 24-7 and no one wants to be like that. But if you are really questioning whether you should bring this up or whether you should be the quiet one with celiac disease, can I just tell you, please don't do that. Please don't be that one that sits there and doesn't talk about it because if you ever, if you have kids or you plan to have kids, or you have grandkids, or maybe you just have friends with kids, or it's in your family. So celiac disease runs in your family, and you know that there's a risk of someone developing celiac disease down the track, or you have friends with it, or family, or whatever it is. The next generations that will have celiac disease will be in the same boat as us. And do you want them to be in the same boat as us, or do you want them to eventually one day have a cure? or a treatment for this disease? Or do you want celiac disease to be fully eradicated in the future? How good would that be? At least from an awareness point of view, if doctors can spot it, if all health professionals can spot it, it's on their radar. Imagine that. Imagine a world where it isn't so hard for people to get a diagnosis. It isn't so hard to seek medical care. It's funded. It's the, the amount of people diagnosed is way up there. And because there's such a high percentage, everybody understands what the gluten-free diet is just as much as they do diabetes. Imagine a world like that. And we can make that world if we talk about it and we have those awkward conversations and we put ourselves out there. That's the world we can have. That is the potential.
So look, that is what I wanted to talk to you about today. I'm sorry if this was a bit of a rant, but it's happened because there's been a few things in in my own celiac journey recently, which has brought that up. And I feel like a bit of a broken record, especially because I have to, I have to talk about this all the time as much as you guys do. As much as if you are on a strict gluten-free diet for life and you have celiac disease or on it for another, you're following a gluten-free diet for other medical reasons, you have to talk about this day in, day out. And that is just facts. If you are dining outside of your house, that's just what you have to do. And I have to do that as well. And I find it super exhausting a lot of the time. And because I do this podcast and I do so much celiac advocacy as well, I am talking about it all the time and I feel like a bit of a broken record with it, but these conversations need to happen because there still isn't enough awareness about it, but there can be. And that ball is in your court and my court and everybody else who lives on a gluten-free diet. It's in our courts and we can change things. And that will happen if we own our celiac disease. So thank you for listening to my rant today. Uh, I hope that it meant something to you. As always, please share this podcast. I love seeing you guys listening to it and where you're listening to it and how you're listening to it. Please tag me on Instagram and and get in contact with me. Send me an email, send me a DM, whatever it is. I want to keep on talking about this because I want to spread awareness about this disease and the gluten-free diet always. Thanks so much for listening and I will speak to you next time. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.